Is this normal? It's probably nothing serious. Maybe I'll feel better tomorrow. Emergency symptoms can be good at hiding. That's why you shouldn't ignore symptoms like chest pain, high fever, trouble breathing, or severe stomach pain. They could be a medical emergency in disguise. Thankfully, an Eastside ER is ready to serve you 24-7 with fast wait times and dedicated ER experts so we can quickly help turn your questions into answers. Visit eastsidemedical.com. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, providing quality care to Gwinnett County and the greater Atlanta area for over 38 years. And hello again, everybody. Mike Salmon with you alongside our Director of Sales and Marketing at Business Radio X, Amanda Pierce. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Mike. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. And on Gwinnett Business Radio, we always highlight local businesses and business leaders. And let's get started right away. Right away. Mike Fulton is here, a good friend of Business Radio X from Oconee State Bank. Mike, always a pleasure to see you. Oh, it's great to see you, Mike. And uh, thank you for uh, having me back. Yeah, we crossed paths not too long ago as you guys hosted the Gwinnett Chamber Business After Hours at your new location. Well, I say new. It's been how long have you been there in Lawrenceville? We have actually been there a couple of years, and um, we opened up as a full-service office back in September of last year. So before that, we were a, uh, just a commercial loan center. So it's been two years. It'll be two years, uh, really, this month, actually. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It seems like you just opened, but uh, time flies. Tell folks about Oconee State Bank that may not be familiar with Oconee State well, Bank. Well, Oconee State Bank is a community bank, and our home office is out of Watkinsville. Um, it's Oconee County, and we have three offices there. We also have another loan production office in Athens location, but uh, we have a 59-year history in that market. And so it's an, an incredible bank with a lot of tremendous people and um, a community bank about 350 million in assets so we're small enough to be able to serve the community like we want to but we're also big enough that we can service the clients and the larger clients that we like to as well a couple of years ago you guys made a conscious decision to expand into Gwinnett County so talk about the reasons why you decided to open an office in Gwinnett County a lot of that came through Neil Stevens is our CEO and he has been now going on uh, three years and um, he came from Atlanta and so he has the contacts here uh, in Gwinnett County in North Fulton and so when he uh, became the CEO of Oconee State Bank one of the things that he had in his vision was growth into the metro Atlanta area um, and that was a big deal for the bank because Oconee State Bank had never really expanded much out of the uh, the Oconee County Athens Clark County markets and so, um, you know, it starts with the people first, and Neil and I have worked together for about 20 years. We also have another uh, associate, Josh Osborne, who I work with and I've known for 10 plus years, and uh, we've been in this market for 20 plus years. And the whole idea is when you find the people, that's when you decide to expand. So it's about expanding the people first. And so if you find the right talent, then you can go into a market and try to develop the business. And so that is, that's exactly what we did. Josh and I joined um, again in August uh, two years ago this month and uh, have built up this market and are, are doing very well and continue to grow. And who knows, we might look at some other markets as well. Continuing that growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, it's the lifeblood of banking. We want to grow our customer base and uh, grow the loan, loan portfolio of small businesses in the community and uh, 
it's going really well. And so uh, we just want to keep riding the wave while the economy is good. It's been a fantastic couple of years. Tell us a little bit about some of the products and services that you offer here at the Gwinnett office locations, Mike. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're a full service branch now, so that means we can take deposits in that office and we can open up uh, deposit accounts for small business and consumers as well. And as far as the loan products that we have and what we look really focus on is the small business community, and that would be owner-occupied real estate loans, uh, working capital and lines of credit. We'll do equipment loans, real estate loans for investment. So we'll do commercial real estate for investment as well. And uh, we also have a full service SBA department, which is uh, has been around for now for about a year and they're doing extremely well. And so, and we also um, provide the um, SBA 504 products for real estate as well. So in all the full array of consumer accounts as well, and one thing that's new is that we now have a full service mortgage department at the bank level, not necessarily out of this office, but at the bank level. And so uh, they're doing very, very well. Billy Sullivan heads up that department over there and is doing extremely well. So I would say that we are we are definitely full service yeah. and that's what we pride ourselves on. And For pretty much any, any product or service that any bank would have, you guys seem to offer that. Absolutely, absolutely. And we have a, you know, an investment services department, financial services department as well over at the, uh, at the home office. Now, personally, Mike, you're senior vice president, market executive. What, what are your day-to-day duties look like? Well, I tell you, it's about uh, getting out and meeting people. It's about servicing the clients. I'm, a, I'm kind of in the sales and uh, I manage my own portfolio as well. So when I bring in a client, you're dealing with me pretty much from start to finish. And then I service it uh, going forward as well. So it's, it's about providing leadership for the team. You know, Josh and I had this up together as a, as a team, and we lead the lead the team in the market. Josh has his kind of expertise. He's really good with the chamber and getting involved there. And he brings, you know, we you know sponsored the button down dash this past weekend. That was a that was a blast. We had a lot of fun doing that. And so um, just trying to get our name out in the community and let people know who we are. I was going to bring up the button down dash because we talked about it before we came on the show here, and I talked about already how we had just seen you at the business after hours so you obviously have that involvement with the chamber what are some of the other things you're doing to try to get the Yoconi state bank brand out there in the community well we do um, quite a bit of marketing I mean um, we uh, just came out with a um, online marketing tool a blog uh, that we'll email out that is uh, that we think will be very do very well and have good responses so far as far as involvement in the community the Gwinnett Chamber is a big a big partner for us and uh, we like to uh, go to the business after hours Um, you know we will um, do things in the community with um, you know the button down dash and the chamber and everything so we do the best we can to um, get involved in the community that's a huge part of Oconee County and Watkinsville and there's so many things that they're doing it's kind of hard for us to replicate because as far as the capacity and the people and the time, but we're getting there. And so, um, you know, we welcome any opportunity to get involved in the community. I want to back up just a second, Mike, because you talked about now that you're kind of like a full service banking institution, right? You can take deposits and things like that. But being aware of where you're located off North Brown Road in Lawrenceville, it's not a standalone bank. You're in basically an office building, so people can walk in and do business there, but if they're looking for what they think is a typical bank, they're not going to find that. It's a little different. Are, are there plans to move or open a standalone bank, or, or have you had those kind of discussions yet? Well, going in a couple of years ago, we thought, you know, we need to open up an office first, bring on some clients that we know, 
and do the best we can to market ourselves um, in the community. And then, but now I'm starting to see a need and I want, wish we had a retail, what we would call a retail location okay. where people can drive by and see our name and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so that definitely is in the plans. It's about finding the right location at the right price. You know, you want to have, there's so many variables, you want to have vis visibility mm -hmm. in the space and uh, with all the while trying to control the cost too. But um, I think having a, um, a retail presence would be nice because you're right, it, we're in an office building, but t in today's world, so much of banking is done over, you know, electronically yeah. these days. And so you don't necessarily have to visit an office. You can make your deposits directly from your phone through an app. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a scanner for, uh, for business customers that ha make a lot of deposits. So it's not necessarily, you know, that you have to come in, but having the ability for somebody to drive by and say, oh, that's a Coney State Bank. Let me go see what they're about. I've heard them in the market. Right. And so there's their office. The and brick so, and mortar, yeah. Absolutely, having the brick and mortar. But, you know, these days a lot of the bigger banks are shutting those down. So maybe we'll find a location that has been closed that is ideal for somebody like us to go in and uh, operate business on the retail with a brick and mortar office. Right. I, I want to ask about the culture at Oconee State Bank because having known Oconee State Bank for a few years now, that seems to separate you guys from, from some of your competitors. Talk about what it's like working there at Oconee State Bank and the culture there. That has been, um, I would think, one of the most attractive uh, aspects of coming to work for the bank. There's no question about it. Uh, the culture is what really makes the bank, and it's about the people. And it starts from the top down. It does. Neil Stevens, I, I, he is that, he's so passionate about building the culture of an organization and uh, he did it very well in his past and so he's really come in there and transformed the culture of the bank to one that is very it's uh, just very much a family um, I mean service is 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 number one on the list as far as uh, what we how we try to distinguish ourselves and if you've got happy people you know happy employees happy associates then you can provide happy service mm -hmm. You know, if people walk into your office and they see that you've got a happy uh, employee base, then um, that really goes a long way as far as knowing what the culture is about. And so that's that's tremendously important to us. I mean, we really want to uh, mark the lives uh, of our customer base. And so that is uh, an important aspect of what we do every day. I like that. Mark the lives, leaving a lasting impression. I think community sounds like it's one of the pillars of Oconee State Bank. And coming from Athens, like you said, and Watkinsville, those are really small, deep-rooted towns. So I can see how you're kind of transgressing, and that's flowing down into Gwinnett County as well. It is. When you have a 59-year history in a market, I mean, uh, Oconee State Bank has the number one deposit market share uh, in that community. And so and you've got to fight to keep it because <laughs> there are competitors coming in all the time. And so... You know, and it's about finding the right people. And when you have a good culture um, and a good base and great leadership, um, you can do that and sustain it and grow. And it says something, too, when you survived, what was it, 10 years ago, the whole banking industry mm -hmm. thing, you survived that and, and you're, in fact, you're growing. That says a lot about the, the people and the bank. Well, it does. We have a, uh, a very good chief credit officer that has been with the bank for uh, 15 plus years. And uh, we, there was a, definitely a period we had to weather through, and he was a big part of uh, helping uh, to make sure that the bank stayed safe and brought us through that period. And so um, to be able to sustain that is, is remarkable, and the bank recovered uh, very nicely. And, I mean, we are, we are growing like leaps and bounds and want to continue. 
It's got to be fun, too. I mean, uh, to, to work with a great bank like this and to come into a new market and you're expanding, it's got to be fun times. It is. It's great times. I mean, I, I, I was a banker, obviously. I've been a banker for almost almost 25 years. And so I've been through the been through the downtime. So these are definitely the fun times. You know, the interest rates, if we could figure out where they're going to go and what they're going to do, it would be a little bit easier because I tell you, they they are all over the board sometimes, but they're very attractive right now. And so you can refinance uh, with pretty low rates and um, and save a lot of money. And that's what we've been uh, focusing a lot on as well. So it's a good time for folks to have a conversation with you right now. Absolutely. Uh, Mike Fulton with Oconee State Bank. For those that would like to find out more about the bank, give your location if they want to walk by and, and say hello and also the website. Absolutely. We welcome you uh, to our office here over at North Brown Road at 1755 North Brown Road, Suite 125. And that's a Lawrenceville address. And um, our website is OconeeStateBank.com. My contact information is mfulton at OconeeStateBank.com. And my cell phone number is 404-514-9312. And for those that are not familiar with the location, it's, it's right there off Sugarloaf Parkway. It is. In North Brown. So you're just a leap away from uh, Sugarloaf Mills. Yeah, it's on the other side of 85, right. and it has a Lawrenceville address, but, I mean, it's literally right there at 85 in, in uh, Sugarloaf yeah. Parkway. Near the Infinite Energy Center, right? Kind of over there? It is. It's on the other side. In, of 85. Uh, of 85, and Got it's it. uh, north of, I still call it Discover Mills, but it's Sugarloaf, yes. is it Sugarloaf uh-huh. Mills? It's Sugarloaf it's Mills. Sugarloaf That's Mills. why I had to think about it yeah, well. I had to think about it there for a second. I wanted to ask you a question really quickly. I'm looking at this interesting hashtag here, and I really don't want to slaughter it. <laughs> but it's something that is uh, unique and significant to you all. So hashtag beyond the cupola. Cupola. Okay. Can you expand on that a little bit? That is a, uh, I mean, that's actually, you know, how that was born. Mike, could, yeah. you could probably comment on that because that was born out of really starting a, a, a radio show with uh, Business Radio X. And so. Do you know what a cupola is? I don't. Mike, help me. It's a little dome that would it's be a over dome, a building, basically? Uh, over the top of a building. and okay. uh, Like the Capitol building? Yeah, that can be, but it's more of a, it's a smaller dome. And then if you look at our symbol, um, you know, right. it's got the, um, the, the weather vane, the weather vane mm-hmm. in, inside the cupola. But uh, do you have a cupola the, at your Watkinsville bank? Well, is I'm there, looking at a little one on your pin there. If maybe see, that's it. Coup- there okay. it is right there. Yeah. So, so, so sort of like a dome with the a window. Cupola, meaning that your services beyond are looking building. beyond the building. I like and it. And so going a little bit deeper, finding out more about the community and, and trying to mark the lives of others. That's mm-hmm. More than just being. More than services. just being. And that's the I name like of it. our blog as well as Beyond the Cupola. Beyond the Cupola. Yeah, when they came up with the radio show and it was Beyond the Cupola, I had to do a little research as well. So for those out there, uh, look it up, C-U-P-O-L-A, mm-hmm. Cupola. And those shows are still available on GornetBusinessRadioX.com. Business there you go. Yeah. Great shows. Mike, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Before we go on to our next guest, I want to remind you that Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center. Quality care close to home. Eastside Medical Center has been a community health care leader for over 39 years. Nationally recognized for patient safety, Eastside focuses on delivering quality care with exceptional outcomes by using the most advanced technology and experienced physicians. For more information on Eastside's system of care, visit eastsidemedical.com. Our next guest here on the program is Craig Jenkins. He is the owner and CEO of the Jenkins Agency. And, Craig, you're actually based up in Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. But the reason you're here today on Gwinnett Business Radio is because you are coordinating a very special event in October, the 25-year reunion of the 1994 Atlanta Knights 
Turner Cup championship team. For those that may not have been in Atlanta in the 90s, tell us all about the Atlanta Knights and what a big deal they were back then. Well, it, it's, it's, it's a story made for Hollywood, to be honest with you, in a city that hosted, obviously, the Braves, the Hawks, the Falcons. Hockey before that was in the form of the Atlanta Flames. And uh, David Berkman, Charles Felix, Richard Adler, namely, took it upon themselves to purchase a international hockey league team which was the kind of triple-A, I guess you would, affiliate of the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Phil Esposito was with the Lightning at that time in a management position and so forth. So, uh, stuck it down here and uh, in Atlanta in the Omni prior to the 96 Olympics. And we knew that we couldn't sell hockey in itself, but we sold a party and we sold an attitude and we sold entertainment and fans just literally came out in droves. I mean, I don't know what our average attendance was, but it was well in excess of over 10,000 in the Omni, which for hockey held 14,777, if I'm not mistaken, give or take a couple of bodies. So anyway, uh, it was really just kind of one of those things that ended up taking Atlanta by storm. Yeah. And uh, uh, we ended up outdrawing the Hawks uh, for, I don't know, two, three years in a row. We outdrew the Hawks. And it all came together in 1994 with a Turner Cup championship. That's correct. Yeah, it was a glorious moment in the Omni, 14,000-plus, 700-plus, sold-out capacity crowd Omni. We were playing the Fort Wayne Comets, and you were part of that organization as well. And you knew not many people gave us a chance from the get-go. It was minor league. This is a major league city. You know, hockey's not going to fly in the South. And I said, you guys haven't seen the product. You haven't experienced it. And it was was on par with the National Hockey League in many, many, many ways, including talent. But really the ironic thing was we may have been minor league in name, but we were major league in every other component from front office to management. It was done and done very, very well. And we were kind of the icon of the International League that year and for other years to come. The players became celebrities. Uh, the captain was Stan Julia. Chris LaPuma was a fan favorite. Uh, he was yeah. the guy getting into fights all the time. And there was actually a parade down Peachtree Street after they won the championship. But here we are in 2019, 25 years later. It's the 25th year anniversary of the championship. Tell us what's going on. You're putting together a big thing in conjunction with the Atlantic Gladiators hockey team. Well, it's reared how it got started. I had a couple of friends of mine that obviously worked with us, and they had called and said, man, if anybody can put this thing together, you can. Let's do this. We've got to do it. I said, I don't even know where to start. So fast forward, the parade happens 25 years later. I spoke with the Gladiators. Their opening weekend is that weekend. They play on the Friday and Saturday night that will be in town. The actual dates are October 18th and 19th. 18 is the Friday preceding. The 19th is the Gladiator game at which we will be. And then 20th, of course, is you know people will start making their way back to their homes. There's a lot of guys working in the National Hockey League now, that sort of thing. So... It's going to be a huge weekend, and the really incredible thing, the response from the fans has been overwhelmingly positive. People still remember the oh, Atlanta yeah. Knights. So we go to, you know, when you went to Thrasher games, you go to Gladiator games now, you still see people wearing Knights jerseys. Yeah, yeah. 
it's it's a it's a phenomenon. I know you would probably agree. It was some of the most fun times you ever had in your professional career was being around that group of guys both on the ice and off the ice. The the camaraderie we had in the front office and the players were more overly receptive to doing whatever we wanted them or asked them to do. And so it was just it was just the perfect storm. I hate using that analogy, but that's really what it was. And the fans once we started kind of leaking this out like is this something that you guys would even want to do the fans went nuts now we're happy that we're going to be able to give them some details on when they can come back and share those memories and a lot of people including the ex-players will call me and say well who all's coming and I said it would be easier for me to say who's not coming than who is coming because right now I only know of two guys off of that team right. that aren't going to be here. Yeah, right now, as of today, of the, the taping of the show, just about the entire team is going right. to be there. So that's the cool thing. So for the fans that remember the Atlanta Knights and remember the fondness of those days, the Gladiators game that Saturday night, I understand the Gladiators are going to be wearing Atlanta Knights jerseys during the warm-ups. That's correct. There's going to be t- what else is going on? You told me the other day there's going to be an autograph session with the players. We're still working on it. That's okay. why I'm in Atlanta right now. They have planned beginning at 6 p.m. when the doors open to the arena. They're going to have the players seated at tables with their names, of course. You'll be able to go up, get autographs. You'll be able to go up, get pictures made, share stories, bring your old memorabilia. Bring your your old Knights jersey, your old photos, your old yearbooks and programs. And from that roster in the 94 season, each player will be represented in the form of a warm-up jersey that the Gladiators will wear in their pregame warm-up. And then afterwards, they will auction those jerseys off and the proceeds all go to charity. So we're incredibly – you can get your tickets with us, call the Gladiators, get in touch with them, find out how – because they already know where we'll be sitting. You could sit with us during the game. The players who have called me and they have asked questions have been more along, hey, can I bring my wife? Can I bring my kid? Kids. And I said, absolutely because when these children, 25 years ago... Many did not exist. <laughs> they may not... Or mom was carrying them around in a stroller in one of those baby carriage things, right. you know. They didn't have a clue what was going on They didn't around. know how popular, how big their dad was. And so now they're going to see their dad and go, why would anybody want my dad's autograph? And you're going to be in Atlanta, and they're going to get to see it firsthand. So we're sure... The players are going to get a kick out of that. Let's go down memory lane real quick, Craig. For those that are, were big fans of the Atlanta Knights back in the day, list as many players as you can that you know have already committed to coming. Okay. I already mentioned Stan Julia. Stan Julia, Chris uh, LaPuma, LaPuma Chris, Jason Ruff. Jason Ruff. Christian, Christian Campo. Campo is coming. I'm going to pull up my cheat sheet I think yeah, J.C. Bergeron was the I, goaltender. J- no, he was not. Well, Greenlay was the starter in the playoffs. Bingo! But, because J.C. had gotten hurt, and but, then he got called up. But J.C. Up to, was on the team. D- yes, he was on the team. 
And J.C. had really gotten us through the season. Right. If you recall. And, and then played, Greenlee was the, the playoff guy. Played remarkably. And I know you're still waiting to hear from Greenlee, I believe. He's an analyst for the Minnesota Wild in the NHL. And no commitment from him yet. But uh, I think I saw on your list that uh, Bergeron has committed already. J.C. Bergeron is coming. Yeah. Uh, front office-wise, it's everybody. Uh, uh, who not, cares about the front office? Right, exactly. <laughs> Julia, Corey Cross is coming. Talked to him last night. Head coach John Paris will be there. Assistant coach Joe Bacchino, along with the legend himself, Gene Ubriaco, who was the coach the year previous. In fact, that was an interesting conversation that I had with John Paris. When I said, Coach, I don't want to be disrespectful, would you have an issue if Gene Ubriaco were at the at the reunion because didn't Ubriaco wasn't he the, the head coach at the beginning of the year I think so and then he was called up in the middle of the year right because Paris was brought in for the roller hockey team that once they called up Ubriaco it was John Paris that they went ahead and just named him the head coach and he he came in maybe three quarters of the way through the season and finished it out and of course was there for the playoffs and he tells me when I ask him about Ubi he said Craig not only is do I want him there he said, you tell Ubi that I want him sitting right next to me at everything we do because he left me with one heck of a hockey team. Brent Gretzky is coming. Sean Rivers, Jeff Buchanan, Jeff Medill, Devin Edgerton, Bill McDougal, Eric Sharon. That's pretty much everybody right there. Eric Dubois, whose son now is the top centerman with the Columbus Blue Jackets. I didn't know that. And Steve LaRouche have indicated it's going to be very difficult for them to be there because they're now coaching in either high school or right. juniors in uh, Canada, and that's their end season, so to speak. Okay, so 25-year anniversary of the Turner Cup Championship Atlanta Knights, a celebration going on in Atlanta, and it's really going to peak at the Atlanta Gladiators game Saturday, October 19th. 19th. For those that would like to find it, and there's going to be other things going on in town with Absolutely. the players, and that's all still being kind of developed right now. For those that would like to find out more, probably at this point the safest thing is to say just get in touch with the Gladiators. Bingo. Because there you can get the tickets. They'll have, you know, hopefully the autograph session there. Right. There may be some stuff going on after the game where you can mingle with the players. So that's all being developed right now, which is why you're in town. Right, exactly. And I know that your, leader, your listenership in Gwinnett County is nothing short of remarkable. I need desperately the help of your listeners in securing a place that will hold between 150 to 200 people on Saturday afternoon, October 19th. Call Mike Salmon, call the Gladiators, do whatever you have to do, because I need to feed about 150 people in Gwinnett County. We'll figure it out. All right. Plenty of places. We'll, Good deal. We'll make it work. Great stuff, Craig. Thank you for joining us. You know, I hadn't seen you in 25 years yeah. myself, and you came in and said, hey, let me help you with this any way we can. So we want to get the word out because we do want to encourage all of you Atlanta Knights fans that were out there, come on out to the Gladiators game on that night and get to meet all the players. I mean, as we talked about, all the big stars are going to be here, so it's going to be really, really cool. I have had people ask me, and I asked you the other day, what about Maynor Rayom? She was the female goaltender, but right. she was not on that team. She was with the team the previous year or two. That's correct. So. She was not on that team. Now, if Manny would like to come, we would love to have her. So we'll extend the invitation Absolutely. to Absolutely. In fact, she was at Knoxville then, I believe, right. at that time. Yes. Uh, so. Who was our affiliate. 
So. All right. So if you want to know more and get details, check out the Atlanta Gladiators website. But the date one final time for the big Atlanta Knights celebration at the Gladiators game at the Infinite Energy Center is Saturday, October 19th. That's correct. Craig, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. I want to remind everybody that you can always listen to these programs anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and you'll see all the programs, including Beyond the Cupola, but also this one, Gwinnett Business Radio. And you can also stay connected with us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Gwinnett Radio X. All right. For our guests and for Amanda and our producer, Trey, I'm Mike Salmon. We'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.